Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Hi, I'm Jim Stroud, and this is my podcast. Wikipedia defines identity theft as the deliberate use of someone else's identity, usually as a method to gain a financial advantage or obtain credit and other benefits in the other person's name and perhaps to the other person's disadvantage or loss. Pretty accurate definition, I think. According to a report from Javelin Strategy and Research in 2017, there were 16.7 million victims of identity fraud, a record high that followed a previous record the year before. The amount stolen hit $16.8 billion last year as 30% of the U.S. consumers were notified of a data breach last year, an increase of 12% from 2016. And for the first time, more social security numbers were exposed than credit card numbers. And what's worse, incidents of identity theft will be more frequent and even harsher on the next generation because of you. I'll explain after a word from our sponsor. Black Friday and Cyber Monday are prime time for cyber crime. While you chase the best deals, hackers and criminals chase you with phishing campaigns, malware attacks, scammy banners, or fake e-commerce sites. Cybersecurity may seem very complex, but NordVPN makes it as easy as it gets. NordVPN's cutting-edge technologies shield your internet activity from hackers and malware, protect you on public Wi-Fi networks, and even block annoying ads. Go to jimstroud.com secure to get NordVPN at 75% off. This is a limited time offer for listeners of the Jim Stroud podcast, so act now. Again, go to jimstroud.com secure to get NordVPN and secure your online shopping and internet browsing today. Did you know that children have more than 1,000 pictures of themselves posted online before they turn 13? I read that in an article published by The Telegraph. Here's a quote. Quote, uh, Anne Longfield, the Children's Commissioner for England, said today, children's digital footprint was starting in the womb from the moment parents posted their scans on social media. She also warned that children's lives were being datafied on a huge scale as their personal information was being collected by smart toys, smart speakers, and even school apps. Further down in the article, it says, uh, yeah, here, the report highlighted that an average child has around 1,300 photos and videos published of them on social media by parents before they turn 13. Then when children get on social media themselves, they will, on average, 
post nearly 70,000 times between the ages of 11 and 18. The report said that parents could be unwittingly uh, gifting fraudsters key information such as names, ages, and addresses by simply posting a picture of their child on their birthday. (laughs) Wow. How eye-opening is that? Today, hackers have to break into data systems to get the data they need to perform their mischief, but for the next generation, all that information will be public, all courtesy of good parents, proud parents, who volunteer that information on the web. As concerning as that is, there is hope for the online privacy of the next generation. Uh, What is this bright light at the end of the tunnel? Well, it's not an uncomming train. (laughs) It's it's actually the trend of people abandoning social media. I'm not sure you noticed it, especially in the contentious political atmosphere of the United States, but people are leaving social media in favor of messaging apps, increasingly common on Facebook and Twitter, especially since the election of President Trump and Brexit, are posts from users declaring their departure from social media. The reasons why, uh, they vary. Some blame the proliferation of fake news. Others point out privacy issues. And some just don't like the impact it was having on real-life relationships. Even at the beginning of 2016, the number of tweets was in monthly decline. And one 2017 study found that Android app Twitter use was down 23%. Instagram use down 23%. And Facebook down 8%. So, if people are leaving social media, where are they going? Messenger apps. Hmm. Over 2.5 billion people have at least one messaging app installed on their smartphone. Within a couple of years, that will reach 3.6 billion, about half of humanity. (laughs) The market's leading duo for instant messaging apps, uh, Facebook Messenger and WhatsApp, both owned by Facebook are nearing uh, 1 billion monthly users each. Many teenagers now spend more time on smartphones sending instant messages than perusing social networks. WhatsApp users average nearly, get this, 200 minutes each week using the service. That's every average person on WhatsApp spending 200 minutes on average on the WhatsApp service. And when it comes to sharing, uh, private messaging already dominates with Almost 70% of all online referrals coming from dark social. Now, in case you didn't know what dark social is, uh, dark social is an activity that web analytics can't track. It's people sending and sharing links privately through communications like uh, email and, and instant messaging. Now, is the trend of people leaving social media in favor of messaging apps a good thing? Well, yes. Yes, it is at least in terms of personal mental health, and and here's proof of that. The Happiness Research Institute published a report called The Facebook Experiment, The Social Media Affect the Quality of Our Lives. In this report, they worked with 1,095 people who frequent Facebook daily and divided them into two groups. Now, one group continued life on Facebook as per normal, and the other group abstained from Facebook entirely for one week. The result? Well, the people who walked away from Facebook were happier. Additionally, these participants also were found to be more decisive and enthusiastic and were less worried, less lonely, and less stressed 
compared to those who remained on Facebook. Mike Wyking, the CEO of the Happiness Research Institute, attributed the results to people's tendencies to compare themselves to others on social media. All that to say, all that to say, if we are to slow down uh, identity theft, as we know it anyway, we might want to consider reducing time spent on social media and opt to express ourselves on messaging apps. In this way, there is less material for hackers to find on the web. And speaking of less material for hackers to find, I suggest you rethink what you post about your kids online. You can check out my blog at jimstroud.com for information on that and other resources related to this podcast. If you love what you just heard, uh, hate what you just heard, or don't know what you just heard, (laughs) I want to know about it. You can contact me via my website, uh, www.jimstroud.com, or you can message me on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. I'm everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Oh, oh, if you want to uh, support my Starbucks habit by dropping a little something something in the virtual tip jar, I will not be mad at that at all. There's a uh, donation link in the podcast description. Thank you in advance. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, and for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book, and together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.